Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. All right, guys, I am so excited to have Kayla here with me today. She is a 3-5 Pure Generator. We connected through a program that we did together, uh, I think it was in 2020, if I'm remembering uh, yeah. correctly, yeah, uh, with uh, with Taylor Simpson, where uh, it was called Ascend, and it was just an incredible program, and we, we had had a beautiful conversation around human design and everything back then, and now Kayla has stepped into uh, being a, a spiritual expansion coach, and uh, she's the owner of Emerge. And so, Kayla, do you want to introduce yourself for the listeners today? Yeah, well, thank you so much, Amy, for having me on. Um, I'm really excited for our conversation today. Amy is the first person who introduced me to what it means to be a generator, what my human design is really about. Um, and I've used bits and pieces of it in building my business. Um, so my business is called Emerge, and I work with individuals who are ready to step more into their purpose, to leave behind toxic patterns and belief systems and things that are no longer serving them so that they can create a life um, that lights them up, that is full of passion and creation um, and all of the things that are fulfilling in their lives. So yeah, I'm really excited to be here today and to have a, this conversation and just kind of flow with you. Yes, I'm so excited. Like we had, uh, when we talked about human design, uh, like I think it was almost a couple of years ago at this point, yeah, we, yep. we really talked about like, uh, like self-care, you know, like with people with, um, with the root center energy and it's one of your two defined centers in your chart. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's this like hustle mentality of like oh my gosh I, like I have I need have so much to do I need to do so much and one of the things I told you is like it's okay to take rest it's okay yes. to yes um uh, you know breathe and like you know take breaks yeah take projects. a slow down <laughs> <laughs> yes uh and so since that like com- initial conversation that we had how have you like used that in your own uh in your own life and business Yeah, so something that I've realized for myself, um, and I think this is like, um, correct me if I'm wrong, in terms of just like being a generator in general, is like, we come, we start our day with this like full energy tank. And if it's not run out by the end of the day, it's like we're restless. And so what I've realized is in order for that energy tank to even be full, I have to, and I get to prioritize my self-care. And so sometimes it is the simple, just like taking five minutes to breathe, um, realizing when I'm starting to feel like I'm stretching a little too thin, where um, I'm moving from a very low energy place. So it's like the self-care aspects of just taking a few minutes for myself every single day and not judging what those few minutes look like. Is it dropping into my journal for a few minutes? Is it taking a couple minutes to breathe? Is it just taking my dog on a walk in the middle of my work day if I'm working from home? Um, 
really being conscious of like, okay, I need to back away from whatever I'm doing right now um, and just slow it down a bit because then I can avoid that burnout and that frustration that also comes with my design and just really like this um, knowing that I have this ability to like uh, overwork and hustle, hustle, hustle until I burn out and like want nothing to do with anyone or anything. Um, and that's not really helpful for me or my business. So I try to avoid that at all costs by prioritizing those few moments for myself. Uh, yes. And I love how you mentioned that it looks in various ways it may be like journaling it might be doing something that is active like going for a walk like that can be something that is restful because it's not just for your body but it's also for your mind and Mm -hmm. doing something like walking or even like dancing or some kind of like physical movement can be a break for our minds and right uh, I'm so glad that you that you mentioned that and it's, um, and, you know, within, within our energy, within like each of our human designs, like one of the big things is this, like, okay, how do I take care of myself? How do I work with my own energy? Um, Mm -hmm. What are some like self-care, like, and self-care tips or insight that you have around us, like working with our own energy, as far as like taking care of ourselves? Um, Yeah, I think the first step is recognizing when you don't feel um, aligned or in your, in your own energy, or, um, you feel kind of disconnected from yourself or overwhelmed, or like your emotions are heightened. Maybe you're a little extra sensitive or maybe, um, more exhausted than normal, whatever it may be. It's like first, just being aware of when am I in alignment? When do I feel good? When do I feel like replenished and fulfilled versus when do I not, when do I need a little bit more loving on myself? Um, because when we can decipher those things, sometimes it's just the simple self-care act of choosing not to be in certain environments or having certain conversations or interacting with certain people. And we can fully avoid that place of like burnout and exhaustion where we have to feel like refill our cup, right. Versus being in a place of overflow. Um, so first really being aware of what drains your energy and also like what lights me up, what makes me feel good about myself. Um, and even in the moments where you're not feeling drained or you're not feeling like you have to do self-care, still doing those things, almost making it a routine for yourself so that you can stay in that place of overflow. Like they say, um, you know, pour from a a cup that's full, right? So that when you're serving others and you're spending time with others, you're not pulling out of like your own bank of energy. Um, it's just, you're in this place of overflow. Um, so it's really important to acknowledge that like, we should do these things and we get to do these things more than just the times where we're feeling like burnt out and weak and depleted um, because then we avoid those feelings more often than not. Oh, yes. And I love that you said like doing it, it just as a daily routine versus yes. when we're, you know, burnt out and frustrated and angry and all, all those things. And just, yeah. Um, having it be like a daily practice that we check in with ourselves and how can I, um, how can I take care of myself right now in this moment? And how, yes. what are things that are fulfilling for me? Mm-hmm. Um, is this like, is this some of the work that you do with, uh, with clients, like within your business of Emerge? Yeah. So a lot of the work that I do um, specifically one-on-one is about really tuning into who is this true authentic version of yourself? 
um, because sometimes we're just not asked the questions to bring that version of ourselves forward. And so in that one-on-one -on -one space, I allow um, room for us to play with those questions of what do I really like? What lights me up? What doesn't light me up? And then how can I build my life based off of those things? And it's almost turning the volume down on the voice that keeps us in hustle and overdrive and pleasing others and, you know, um, sacrificing our own needs and wants for the pleasure and benefit of others and turning the volume up then on the voice that chooses ourselves every time has strong boundaries, recognizing what's for us and what's not for us um, and being very discerning in who we connect with, what we decide to do with our time, um, whether that's relationships, that's jobs, um, that's self-care practices, right? Like it looks different for everyone. There isn't just a one size fits all when it comes to um, feeling fulfilled and living our best lives and being our higher selves. That looks different for everyone. And so that one-on-one -on -one time that I get to spend with clients really is what does it look like for you specifically? And really getting to know that and then building your life based off, off of those things. Because um, that's what they, they don't teach us that in school. They give us a rule book of how we should be doing things in our society. Um, and then we never ask ourselves, what do I really want? What do I really desire? How do I want to feel? Um, and based off those feelings, creating aligned action to embody that every day and feel those things more often than not. Oh, I love that so much. And that that's really what why I love human design is this. It is yeah. this, we are all unique. And yes. what works for me doesn't work for you and vice versa. And there's there's so many different ways that things can come out to play. And uh, just based on like looking at your human design chart with all of the openness, like for people listening, like Kayla yeah. just has two centers that are defined, her root and her sacral. <laughs> Everything else is like completely um, undefined, like a lot of, um, yeah, undefined energy. And that's where um, with people with undefined, it's you are able to like pick up and see um with other with other people like their energy and like what's yes. coming through so you have the ability to really see other people for who they really are and what's going on in their energy and to be able yes. to use that in a coaching practice to guide people is incredibly beautiful and, and they you know that and my one undefined center is by root and so that's why mm. I was able to see like hey you're you're hustling a little bit too hard like I can say yeah, yeah. you like that's <laughs> that's why like that was the conversation we had is like my talent is I can tell when all y'all's are hustling too hard <laughs> I'm gonna tell you to rest like yeah calm it down um that's that's like my individual talent there but right. yeah it's it's really beautiful to see that and I wanted to make a comment about it because you're naturally like doing this and mm -hmm you know, we talked a little bit before this podcast and, you know, you, it's, it's, we had a conversation around your human design, but we didn't really do like a full in-depth reading. And like, it's not something you in like study in depth, but mm -hmm. you're still living in your design and doing yes. things. Yep. And I think sometimes we put a pressure on ourselves that we have to learn and we have to like study and know all the little details, but really, when you're trusting yourself and um, listening to your own energy and your own body, like these things just naturally happen. 
Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I think learning about my human design just to the depth that I did confirmed things I was already doing versus telling me to do things differently. Mm-hmm. It's like when people read their like um, birth chart or their like astrology, it's not really like you should do it this way. Like for me being a Scorpio, like um, you should do it this way because you're a Scorpio. It was more so like, ah, that's why I do that. It just helps us find deeper meaning to who we are and why we're here and what we're meant to do and how we can serve people. And yeah, I, I feel like um, I do a lot of very much so having open centers, being able to really channel and see what will serve my client best um, during the time that I'm working with them, even if it's hosting a webinar or master classes and things like that. Um, there's very little um, planning and outlining that I have to do before showing up to speak um, to a group in that way is because I trust in my open centers really to be able to read the room and kind of survey what's going to serve this group best um, in the way that I show up. So yeah, it, it plays out in my life in ways that I'm not even consciously thinking about because I just have become confident and like, I, I know that I can serve best when I just trust um, these open centers that exist within me. Yes. And, you know, we've, uh, you know, I did a human design talk within like a group or coaching program mm-hmm. that you were, that you were a part of. Um, yeah. Like a coaching certification. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I was like, I can't remember what it was, but like, where you yeah. be a life coach. And so, yep. you know, it, it's, um, I've seen you grow in like confidence and owning and owning like your abilities and everything like through the time that we've known each other and done some collaboration yeah. together. And it's incredible to watch somebody move like move transform like go from like you know oh I'm unsure I'm not sure what I'm doing and just emerge like emerging I love I use the word emerge (laughs) yeah yeah um but like really like emerging into like this like confident and growing this growing this business that you're growing and promoting and working with people it's it's really incredible to watch and it's and it doesn't, it, it just happens naturally when you mm-hmm. continue to look within and continue yes. to ask, ask those deep questions. And that's why I love, I love mindset work and just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, like, I'm obsessed with journaling. I pretty much do it every day. So yeah, yeah, it's huge. So it is definitely, thank you so much for seeing me and acknowledging the the journey I've been on because honestly, Amy, I remember that conversation where I like was just reaching out to like just a tribe of soul sisters, like, Hey, I don't know what the hell I'm doing right now. And some support would be really helpful. Um, and I couldn't even tell you what the exact thing was that I was stressing over. I didn't have, I didn't know how to navigate. Um, but you reached out and, you know, opened arms, like, how can I support you? And so one, I thank you for that still, because that that reminder still comes in for me of like, if I'm in a place like that, sometimes it is just stepping back and resting and not feeling like we always have to do. And sometimes we really just get to be like, take our hands off the wheel, like loosen our grip a little bit and just like, see how things pan out. And that advice is something you helped me anchor in, in that call a year, two years ago, Um, And then I still use till this day, 
because it's helped me on this journey of owning all pieces of myself, feeling confident in that and really like embracing these open centers and the abilities I do have and recognizing like there's a chance I might start hustling. So how can I avoid burnout and really approach it um, from a healthy way? So yeah, thank you for just acknowledging this journey. And I continue to try and be an example of like what others get to do as we ask ourselves those deeper questions and become obsessed with journaling and doing the thought work and all of those things. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, you know, it was, it was a beautiful conversation and I think sometimes that we get scared to like ask for support in whatever um, container or capacity that we're in. Um, yes. Even people that I've worked with one-on-one, sometimes I have to like let them know, like, please reach out to me, please. Yes. Reach out to yes. Me. I am here for you. Yeah. Fear around asking for support or being too much or, um, Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even know what it is. Maybe being shy, like, oh, my problem's not that big. I can handle it. I'm yeah. Fine. Yeah. But we're meant to be in community. We're meant to have support and reach out for support. And especially if it's in a container that like you're investing and in putting money and like utilizing yes. that, but also sometimes we get afraid to ask for support for people where there's not like a money exchange because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I should be paying them, but mm-hmm. I'm not. But, you know, what's really beautiful is this concept of like giving and giving and not expecting anything in return because um, like universe that like God is going to bless you in yes. other ways and it's going to show up in other ways. And that's how I really truly live. Like I love to like share and support like the amount of times I give human design interpretations and the DMs is like insane but it's because it lights up my soul it's something I love to talk about and um yeah so I think it's just so important to reach out and that's something that you did with with uh some bravery I'm using that word bravery um like it because it wasn't necessarily from the coach it wasn't from yes Mm -hmm. paid for it was from people who were also invested in with you and yes um yeah and you got to receive like some beautiful things and now you're putting that back back out there with what the content you create so yes exactly yes oh my gosh uh so what um, I'm trying to think of a good question here. It's like, Ooh. <laughs> where know. do you want to take them next? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yet. Like, so with, within, within like your business and like what you yeah. do with your clients, um, what are some of the, what are some of the like transformations that you like take your clients through? Oh, mm, the one that lights me up and I've seen in all of my clients in some way is they have fallen deeper in love with their self and their life than ever before Mm -hmm. and that is something that like even just saying gives me chills like to fall in love with themselves and their life and that's not something that everyone can say like are you in love with your life are you in love with all aspects of yourself um and how can you get to that place? 
how can you wake up feeling lit up by who you are every single day and excited for the opportunities that get to pre present themselves to you, the conversations you get to have. Um, like this morning, I woke up like lit up that I get to have this conversation with you. And then I get to go check in with my clients and being an example of someone who genuinely loves every aspect of my life through the dark and the light, because we have to, we get to embrace both sides. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I would say that is the biggest transformation of genuinely loving in some way, shape or form, every aspect of life and feeling confident that you are supported by the seen and the unseen. Um, and because of that, you get the space to play around with your evolution and who you become and what you want to embody and who you impact and how much connections you get to make and this tribe you call in. It's being in this place of truly like, I'm going to use the word of emerging, right? Like the word emerge by definition means to become known, to know who you truly are at the core and love that version of you, not just know that person and be like, yeah, right. Like I'm a little nervous for the power they have, or I don't even know what it would look like to live that life um, or how I could get there, but loving it so much that you kind of like open up, like, where's this going to take me? What is this going to look like? And finding the thrill in, in that journey of releasing the things that don't serve you, cutting off the people that no longer, you know, light you up and make you feel good. And then calling in new people and creating connections like the one that you and I have through like, we simply said yes to ourselves and being in that program and experience. And here we are two years later, still continuing to serve our own magic in our own way and then coming together in that. And it's because both of us have said yes to loving ourselves and taking time to embrace our passion. And that's simply the work that I move through with all of my clients as well as like moving out of situations that no longer feel good to you. And you know, there's more, you just don't know what that looks like. And so then I become this middleman of asking the questions that matter and taking you deeper in that and using my open centers to see what's meant to come through for you and just allowing the client to be in a place of receiving and just sitting back versus feeling like they have to do something and constantly take action um, towards things. Cause sometimes it is just like being with yourself where we find all the answers when we can just sit still and listen. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. That's so incredible. <laughs> and loving yourself is huge. Cause they, yes. I would say a lot of us just don't, there were not necessarily in love with our lives and love with ourselves and have that like ooh, that love like it just yeah. it, it brought me back to when I was doing like a, a hypnosis the other day and I got like like mm. turned on like mm. by by like you know the affirmation like how good does yeah, this feel like? yeah and I was like ooh, oh my gosh like I'm getting turned on by this and that's a yes. very much like a sacral energy right there yes like oh it was it was so good. And for, and I think sometimes we feel shame around, you know, using words like, oh, I'm like, I'm turned on by this. Like not. Yeah. What if we could wake up and feel that way every day? Like it's, I think there's a book on that. Um, we could, we'll share it for them. I don't even know who wrote it. Um, I think it's like living an orgasmic life or something like that. Okay. Like what if your whole life was an experience like that like it doesn't just have to be in the dark in the bed with another person or by yourself like yeah every moment you get to feel that excitement and that love for yourself 
Um, oh, I love the direction we just kind of took yes. with this conversation. <laughs> we moved from like hustle and rest to like feel fucking turned on about who you are and your life. And like, and if you don't, one, don't judge yourself for it, but just start asking yourself the questions or seek support for people to help you ask those questions of like, how can I feel turned on about my life and every aspect of it? Oh, I love that. Ah, yes, 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 yes. And, you know, and sometimes like with this, like turned on phrasing, like there can be a little bit of shame around like, like, I grew up, I grew up in like in a Christian, um, Christian home. And so Mm -hmm. like sex was like very taboo, but it's, you know, this, this connection, like we were made to experience it, you know, we were made to enjoy and to be like turned on by things. Yes. And yep. it, it's not anything to be ashamed of, mm-hmm. and, you know, even if you're like, whether you're in a relationship or not, mar- like married, single, whatever, like it's, it's a part of our bodies. And when we deny it, like, that's when, you know, like icky, icky things can happen or, or like maybe not having it under control and like, you know, being a little, maybe being like, I don't like the word in a inappropriate, maybe like, but not Mm -hmm. in the way that, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Cult, it like, becomes socially. toxic. It becomes over delivering. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It comes disconnected from self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of those things we get to feel whether you like the t- people like the term turned on or feel pleasure in life. Yes. Life gets to be pleasurable. And how can you create more of that in every moment? Um, and that can be incorporated into your self-care practices. It doesn't always have to look like rose petals in a bathtub with like low lighting. Like it can look so many different ways that just feel really good to your body, to your mind, to your soul, all of those aspects. Like you get to create that for yourself every day. Yes. And some of the things that bring me pleasure are like very odd. And, but I, embrace <laughs> You know, like I've, I've been sharing, uh, like I've been going out and dating and I'm very mm-hmm. auditory. So a guy will like say something in a certain tone of voice and I'm just like, Ooh, yes. And I'm like, okay, like, I love that. And they're just like, yeah. what did I do? And I'm like, Oh, just that tone of voice that you had right there. Like, Ooh, that ain't me in the right spot. And they're looking yeah. at me like, and I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and then someone I, one day will embrace, like people are going to start to embrace that because you're embracing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, and it can be as simple as like, I had a coach say like engaging your senses, like, is there a kind of like fragrance that you really like, like a scented candle yes. or, or a spray or like a lotion, like just, you know, take five seconds to like smell it or like put the lotion Mm -hmm. on so you can like smell it wearing um wearing something like soft on you know like I have a bathroom I'm a little too hot to wear but it's like I love it because it's really soft on my skin and just in taking a few seconds to just breathe it in and to enjoy it and um it's a practice you can bring into even like eating food Mm-hmm. where you you make like a delicious meal and instead of scarfing it down like you're just like okay I'm gonna take a bite I'm gonna savor this bite in my mouth for yes. a few seconds like 10-15 seconds instead of just like 
like just mm-hmm. taking that time to enjoy yeah. and to be in pleasure with what you're doing and really like grounding into that like that is in itself also like a self-care practice to just not yes. rush through life but to just slow down and enjoy and even be grateful for what you yes oh, yeah definitely it. oh I love it so much because it is it's we're redefining what self-care looks like it's not always like put a face mask on, sit and meditate, write in your journal. Like it's the very simple act that like close your eyes. Like you said, like eat when you're eating a meal, eating consciously, like take 10, 15 minutes, do so and close your eyes while you do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Shut your, your one sense off. So you can tune really into the taste, the smell, the feel of the food that you're eating is it another practice, uh, another way to, to be conscious in the activities you're doing. Um, And the, you also mentioned like using essential oils and things like that to embrace like sense as well. One thing that I have shared with clients in the past is like, when you get out of the shower, lotion your body, but like do nothing else, but that like be very, and don't rush to moisturize your body, but like take your time and be present with your body. Think about the thoughts that are coming through. This is where you'll start to see the, um, the body confidence and things like that come in when you're taking time to like lotion your legs and your arms and things like that, you'll start to really see like, where's the work I get to do? How confident do I feel even just being present in my body? It doesn't have to look um, sexual or in any sense like that. It's just being present and here in this, this humanness, this uh, meat suit, if you will. Right. Um, And just really feeling into like, who you are and what it feels like to be you and what are the thoughts that come up when you're spending time with yourself in that way oh my gosh yeah I would actually do um like self-love showers and Mm. I have a I have a body scrub that I got from house of intuition it it is like a self-love one but I'm I essentially rub it on myself and I like I kind of like and it's not sexual but like I like yeah I like rub it on like my boobs and like my mm-hmm. arms and I just like, I'm, I'm loving myself right now. And yes. I take the time um, to like, really like, Ooh, this feels really good. Yes. I'm like, I'm, this is my self-love shower. I'm like loving on my body right now. And that's just helped me like foster this like connection because I'm like, I'm cleaning myself. I'm taking care of my body and I'm like doing love affirmations like yes I love it like yes I I love every inch of it and uh you know I like I'm a bigger girl like I always say Mm -hmm. like yeah like body size has always been like a struggle for for me Mm. conditioning and so it's huge for me to be able to like it, it was a huge struggle for me to like even say any part of my body that I liked like 10 yeah times. yeah I was just like oh my god I hate everything I'm like oh I'm so ugly I'm so fat da, 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 da. like all the all these things and the and I started really small you know for anybody mm-hmm, every part of their body. I started really small. I started with what people would compliment me on, which is my eyes. Mm, mm. Yeah, even the other day, someone, I met a new person and this girl's like, you have really pretty eyes. I'm like, thank you. But, and, and so I started with my eyes and then, and then from there, you know, I added in like other parts of my body that I really like. And 
just built it up from there and I started small and it's you know I still struggle sometimes I'm just like like Mm -hmm. you see I think we do yeah (laughs) yeah everyone has those like things about themselves that like you would prefer to not say like oh I love this but like that's the that's the growth is when we say the one thing that like we don't enjoy about our bodies or that just doesn't feel the best to us to like say that we love it and then actually deeply feel that we love that part of our body. Um, I think that's like the most beautiful work that we can do is like not denying any piece of ourselves, loving every piece of ourselves and feeling that love. Like what does it actually feel like to love my arms, my legs, my stomach, like whatever piece of our body that we kind of have been like, oh, over. Um, Because once we love that, we attract other people in our lives who are in that same wavelength of loving themselves. And like, then you have these relationships that are no longer like codependent and um, everyone can feel fulfilled in their own way. You don't need another person to validate who you are. And it's such a freeing thing to be in that space. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, I noticed that the more that I have learned to like love my body, I've been able to, you know, attract other people who um, treat me better and yes, um, yeah, and are respectful. It like in terms of dating and everything, like somebody who is going to really like cherish me and all of me versus somebody who doesn't necessarily or doesn't have all their life together or anything like that like uh that's been a huge uh, difference that I've noticed is the more that I love myself the more that the more that I have stronger boundaries around yes Mm. yeah yes definitely I think the the understanding of your your human design and like who you are what you're really here for And then also how you can utilize that, harness the power that comes from that. And then taking care of yourself, knowing you're this powerful being that you're here for a reason and you have these gifts and abilities, owning that and then caring for that are like, that's golden. All Mm -hmm. of those things combined and just like really being able to stay in that place as frequent as possible. And then leaning on others when you feel like you're kind of slipping up and you need that reminder and you need that like tribe to like lift you up or soul sister to have that deep conversation with. Um, I think all of those things are a part of like what it feels like to feel pleasure in life and just acknowledging these pieces and knowing that this isn't um, for, for those that are listening, like this isn't like a lin- like a linear thing that just happens. You're from one point to the next it's like very cyclical. It's almost like one day you can really love your eyes and your arms and your legs. And the next day feel really gross in your body or one day feel like really fucking powerful in your purpose and who you are. And then the next day, like question everything about what you're doing in your life. And it's, it's those moments where we see the polarity and the duality where we get to love ourselves on both ends of the spectrum. It doesn't just have to be this feel good thing all the time. We just get to love ourselves in in both moments and and realize it's just part of the journey. It doesn't have to mean much more than that. Yes. And, you know, love is unconditional and Mm -hmm. like true love, it's unconditional. It's through the good and it's through the bad. It's through every sort of circumstance. And so uh, when when I'm feeling icky about my body, that's where the self-care comes into play. And I ask myself, like, how can I take care of myself today? Mm-hmm. And it looks different. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it like self-care is, you know, taking a shower when you don't feel like it because you need to clean yourself. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, getting, getting out of bed and like moving your body because it feels really good to like get out of bed and move your body. It's, you know, like nourishing, nourishing yourself. It's like, it's like doing those little things like decluttering. It's what can I do to take care of like myself and what's good for me right now, even though I don't feel like doing this. Yes. Um, And that's like an aspect of self-care that kind of gets overshadowed in all of this talk is you know, when I'm not feeling good about myself, how can I take care of myself? How can I push myself out of my comfort zone and do things that are good in the big picture versus like right now in this moment? Yes, definitely. Oh, I love this so much. Yeah. (laughs) It's such a beautiful conversation. It's, it's, it's so important for us to talk about and for us to like hear and listen and, you know, just, bringing in the human design again, like sometimes we can use our human design and what we've learned about our human design as Mm -hmm. an excuse to like not do something or Mm. to, um, yeah, like to not do something or like, it's like making an excuse. Like, um, for me, like being my type, like a manifesting generator, I've struggled with consistency and like showing up and, doing things in my life. And I've, I'm in the middle of challenging myself to doing like something like, um, for me, it's a hip hypnosis, doing Mm -hmm. the same hypnosis every day for 30 days where my conditioning is like wanting me to switch it like every Mm -hmm. three days. Oh, I'm bored. Oh, I'm bored. But pushing, I'm pushing myself in this realm of like uncomfortability because I know for myself, it's going to be good in the long run. For yes. me to, um, you know, take care of some of the things in my life and to uh, shift my identity so that I can uh, like be the better version of myself. So yes. uh, yeah, by the time this gets released, like I'll be done with my 30 days. I'm about, yeah. about eight days in, which is huge. Okay. That's awesome. I would yeah. switch after like five days three days. I don't even know. I would just like, Oh, forget. Yeah. Yeah. And you're building trust in yourself. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that's like when we create some form of routine or hold ourselves accountable for things that feel good to us. Like I would assume that no one is like forcing you to do this hypnosis for 30 days. And it's something that feels good to you. So, right. So you've like committed to it. And so when we can choose to do things that feel good to ourselves consistently, we build trust with ourselves and we build this like inner world um the confidence of like I know that I can make x y and z happen um for myself like it's a a self-reliance and we don't like when we affirm things to ourselves and when we commit to doing things like we don't deserve to let ourselves down by not remaining consistent in it so you're building this like inner trust in yourself as you're doing these things for when you do have deadlines or um other responsibilities that come in like you build this trust that you will get it done, that you will be able to achieve whatever's on the other end of it because of something as simple as like doing the same task for 30 days because it feels good to you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's pushing through things that, you know, 
what I heard about my type. And so I'm like, oh yeah, okay. It's an excuse. I can be like flaky, but really, mm, yeah, it's, you know what? No, I'm using this as an excuse to be a little like, uh, instead of what's really going on here, let me get down to the root of the issue here. Right. Let me like get on, let me get uncomfortable and like look through things because this is, it's beyond what, you know, I've studied with human design and like, and the types it's more, it's, it's deeper than all of that, you know? Yes. Um, it's, it's very interesting how, what we hear about what we hear or so like something that's really generalized, like human design, mm -hmm. the human design types, it's a very generalized, like knowledge, you know, yeah. um, mm -hmm. and it can influence how we're behaving and how we view ourselves when we hear this like generalized statement. And so like, it's like, no, how can I like get to know how does this apply to me specifically? Yes. Mm -hmm. And how can I push, push the boundaries a little bit? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that also that ties right back into like where we started with our conversation of like when we choose ourselves, when we decide to commit to different practices of self-care and taking those moments to breathe and, and be in our own energy, it allows us to discern in moments like that, where these statements and um, things about human design or astrology or any other type of reading that a person may get done like discerning what about this actually applies to me and how does it work for me? Um, we can do that better when we take time to ourselves and being in our own energy, because we're not kind of like mixed up with the thoughts and the feelings and the actions of other people. We're coming from an aligned space versus um, being influenced by others so deeply that we don't really know how it affects us personally or what it means for us personally. So yeah, I think it just kind of ties everything together of like choosing self-care so that we can do all these things of feeling turned on in our lives and receiving pleasure from ourselves in life and embracing the simplicity of life and deciding what feels good to me, what doesn't feel good to me, as well as discerning what's for me and what's not for me. Um, when it comes to readings, when it comes to um, conversations and community and programs and whatever it may be, like the more we take care of ourselves, the more we get to know ourselves um, to then make choices like that. Uh, exactly, exactly. And all of this, you know, human design, astrology, um, other, uh, yeah. what is it, Enneagram, like mm -hmm. I don't even know all these things, like yeah. they're all tools to yes. guide us in this um, introspection into like looking at ourselves. They're tools that we can use and not any one of them is perfect. It's just mm -hmm. it's a guide to help us uh, really understand our relationship with ourselves and yes definitely. whatever works for you works for you like I, it's like okay I personally just I love I love human design and I love like guiding people in human design but it's not yeah it's not like the one all say all be all in right my opinion so right exactly yes oh my gosh this conversation was so so beautiful and incredible yes. oh, thank you um, so much for having me here today yeah so for the people who are wanting to know how can I work with Kayla like oh my gosh yes yeah. I, want, I want this like how can people get in touch with you yeah well I want to also share um 
the gift that I wanted to share with your audience and those listening, um, which I know Amy's going to take care of, like putting this on the show notes and everything for you all, um, the reset, realign, reactivate guide. Um, this is something that I created is a free guide that you can download. There's even a playlist attached to it. Um, so you can get all the vibes when, when taking care of yourself. But the whole idea is to simply do that, to reset, to realign with who you really are and reactivate that power within. Um, and they're all different self-care um, practices, cleansing practices, um, energy, um, cord cutting activities, things like that, so that you can really come back to your true authentic energy um, and be able to take care of yourself and discern um, what's for you, what's not for you, and show up as that version of you who is authentic, who is emerging, and all of those things. So I want to gift that to you and your community, Amy, um, the Reset, Realign, Reactivate Guide. Um, and then also to connect with me and to work with me, to come hang out with me. Um, you can hang out with me over on Instagram. It's just going to be my first and last name, Kayla Bruton at Kayla Bruton. Um, and I do also have spaces for one-on-one -on -one coaching. So if you're feeling that call and that pull to find out who you really are, what it means to be you and own your purpose, own your power, um, and really embody that by removing and releasing what's not serving you anymore and stepping into all that is serving you. Um, like let's fall in love with your life together. Let's emerge together. Um, and I'm so grateful to be able to share this space with you today, Amy, um, and just like flow in this conversation around self-care and self-love. Um, and yeah, so I'm excited to hang out with some of your people um, and continue to just like foster this sisterhood relationship that we've built over the past two years. Oh my gosh. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. And yes, all the links for all of that will be in the show notes for you guys. I'm so excited and so grateful that, uh, yes. that you shared a gift with, with everybody. It's going to be so good. Yes. Oh, thank you so much, Amy. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? I invite you to check out my free membership, Embody Your Design. We dive deep into how you can embody your unique human design. Link to join is in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, I would appreciate a review on iTunes. As a special thank you, you can send your screenshot of the review to theamymay at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift. I invite you to tag me on Instagram at theamymay with your favorite part of this episode. Thanks again for listening and see you in the next episode.